What's going on guys, check this out. This is Benet from the Midnight Media and I'm doing something here that I'm very excited about. This here is called The Midnight Show. Uh, this show has everything and anything to do with content creation from travel photography to weddings and portraits and everything in between. With that being said, I got a really good friend of mine on the show tonight. His name is Jazz. We go back a few years and we just get along in so many different ways from photography to gear to traveling our uh, you know traveling things and planning our next trips together hopefully that's going to happen soon as well but let's get right into it with the first episode on travel photography and how we prepare for a trip and what we bring with us jazz thanks for being on the show man thanks good to see you man. here absolutely great. man how you been man what's new been great life is good um planning my next adventure <laughs> <laughs> absolutely man i hear you man um, that's it and i think uh no, thanks for having me. I think this is a great idea, and uh, I'm excited to talk about what inspires me when I travel, um, how I plan my travel, what I bring with me when I travel. Sure, man. And I think yeah. I want to hear from you as well, because I want to yeah. be inspired. Absolutely, man. Likewise, um, likewise, man. Thank you. That's awesome, man. I mean, uh, yeah, like I said, this is something that I'm so pumped about, and I'm glad that this is the first episode. Uh, I think travel photography is one that people often get intimidated with as far as what's to, like, you know, what do we bring with us, and... Uh, what kind of gear can we just take a cell phone do we have to spend all this money on extra equipment and how to pack it properly the bags and uh, you know all that great stuff so I mean maybe we can educate some of our listeners and viewers today as to sure. what we take how we do things and uh, how we hit the road absolutely uh, I think for me the uh, the starting point for for any of these trips is actually well finding a good flight deal and booking it and then <laughs> you start your planning right there and I think that's where my inspiration comes from is uh, usually not knowing about where I'm going and then researching mm. um, using you know Google Maps and Apple Maps to, to scope out the city where I'm going to be um, looking at uh, travel blogs where people have been and finding inspiration on the type of photography I want to do in a new place uh, whether it's landscape photography or street photography or really diving into a culture um, and you know really experiencing mm -hmm. that I think mm -hmm. um, all those different things bring uh, different types of inspiration um, and that's really what it's all about, right? Every every trip has to be different, mm -hmm. um, and you can go back to the same place many, many, many times and discover something <laughs> new every single time. You know what? With that being said, one of my favorite photographers, Steve McCurry, um, I'm sure you know who Steve McCurry is, of course. <laughs> um, he uh, once said that he went to India, I think it was 60 times in his entire career, and every time he's come back to India, it was like he was he was there for the first time. It, no. it, and that's the thing, right? Like, you can find inspiration anywhere. You can find it in your own backyard. Um, um, you know, I've really had no chance to travel Canada much, but I'm sure there's lots of inspiration here. That's somewhere I'd like to get out as well. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I mean, you know, with that being said, with, with uh, how exciting travel photography can be, what is your favorite part? Like, what do you think is something that you strive for or that drives you to plan your next trip? What's your favorite part of travel photography? I think it's about... Um, learning from the things I shot last time and creating something new and especially if something uh, if it's a place I've never been before if it's uh, a different culture altogether how do I capture the essence of that and bring it back um, not just as a photograph but hopefully a story to go along with it to share um, recently I went to Turkey and uh, one thing I loved about that was just uh, the people there are so warm so hospitable um, and meeting them, taking photos of them, sharing a story and then bringing it back and then sharing that with someone else. Mm -hmm. I think that um, 
helps me inspire other people to go and travel and visit these places. Mm -hmm. And then you get to create a bond with someone. I think that's how you and I have discussed a lot of our trips. That <laughs> We've never traveled together, no, unfortunately. No, we haven't. Uh, but we've been to a lot of the same places. And I think you and I see things through the same lens. Mm -hmm. And we've shared that. We've had those shared experiences, even though we haven't been together. It's I think it's because of our love of... Uh, different cultures and photography and creating great content absolutely. that we can share with one another and appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I definitely uh, can relate to that as well. I think my favorite part of travel photography is just getting lost in a new city, man. Like, I mean, I do this thing every now and then uh, where I throw a dart on a map and I literally just go <laughs> to where it lands. And uh, some of the recent trips have been fantastic from Morocco to India, Dallas, New York, Mexico, just uh, you know, go somewhere, get lost, don't think about you anything. You're to get better with your aim. You're just all over the place. <laughs> just all over the place. You go from east to west and all over the place, man. But, um, you know, it, it just makes for such, like, amazing stories. And, and talking to locals is probably my most, most epic favorite part of anything having to do with travel photography is finding a stranger, talking to them, talking about the gear, the photography, what you're doing, where you're from, and then trying to see if they can get you to get, you know, come inside and give you a cup of tea or something. Yeah, I think, you know, along with that, you can face a lot of obstacles as well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times it's the, the cultural boundaries, it's the language barrier, it's dealing Absolutely. with <laughs> police and officials. Uh, yeah, security's a big one. I, I think uh, yeah. a lot of research, uh, at least my research goes into that, is just, Learning how to say please and thank you and hello in different languages, um, yeah. I think that goes a long way. And yeah. you know, knowing if you should shake someone's hand or bow. Yeah. Like. And you know what? You bring up a good, good point with knowing how to say like please and thank you. And sometimes, like sometimes we really, uh, you know, we want to take a picture of like a local or something like that. And um, it's just good common sense practice to just courtesy, right? To ask mm, of them, course. can I take a picture before you know taking it? And if they say no, respect it and move on. And that's that, you know, yeah. like, I mean, I know there's a lot of people have different opinions on it, but do ask them, be polite about it. If they say yeah. no, respect their privacy and, and all that great stuff, right? Um, some of the other obstacles I think that, you know, we come across a lot as, as photographers is the tourists and, and how do we get around the whole Instagram touristy <laughs> spots because what, like when we get there and we're trying to get this clean epic picture, you know, there's all these people in the way and like, and, and they're trying to get their shot as well. We understand that, but... You know, as a as a photographer, sometimes that that can get a little bit of an obstacle. I I think I've uh, in recent months or years tried to turn that on its head. Where if I'm waiting for a, an entire tour group to pass, I take that as a moment where I'll put my camera down and actually just enjoy the scene. Like right, a lot of times we right. forget to do that. Yeah. So I take that time where a gigantic tour group with a guy on the flag is passing by, <laughs> I'm gonna just sit there and actually yeah. enjoy the scene. No, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of, I know what you're talking and about. And when like, they're yeah. gone, then I'll take the photo. And you know what, if sometimes you know you miss a sunset or you miss a sunrise, so what, at least you got to enjoy it. Absolutely. I think you know it's, yeah. uh, a lot of times we're really harsh on ourselves <laughs> that when we don't get the, the photo that we wanted. Yeah, it bothers uh, us, you know, but. Right, but I think yeah. you know just enjoying the moment I think is more important. I think that's uh, definitely an obstacle that I have for sure when I'm travel traveling and uh, uh, I often don't know how to enjoy the moment. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so lost in my gear and just uh, making sure that everything's set up and the exposure is correct and like all the lenses are right and lighting is perfect where like, you know, I wouldn't even be able to tell you what that place, you know, the, the coffee guy beside me on the street, what his coffee smelled like because I forgot to go and try that or try some local street food or, or like it, and just engage in the surroundings around me. Sometimes I don't know how to do that with being so engaged 
in my viewfinder yeah. and my camera all the time, and that's something that I definitely feel like I need to work on. Okay, yeah. I, I think that's uh, you know it's an ongoing. Uh, ongoing thing right sometimes I, I won't even take a photo with my camera I'll just quickly snap it with my phone and just put it away yeah yeah because I I've, <clears throat> I've learned through missing so many of those moments like you just said mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. have to just really enjoy that because you know what's the point of paying for a flight to go somewhere just to take a photo and to come back yeah right you want to yeah. actually experience it so yeah um no, yeah I think absolutely. that's very important yeah. that's awesome what are some, some of your like pet peeves when you're traveling like what do you think uh gets in your like just pisses you off <laughs> i mean like there's a, there's those things that like really make us happy and like oh man we got the shot or i can't believe this location but then there's those things with travel photography that's just like oh my god like what the f i think the i think instagram culture has really you know killed a lot of travel photography for me <laughs> or just yeah. anywhere photography because um a lot of people just show up to a location take a photo and walk away without actually even seeing where they were or experiencing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a big pet peeve. I think yeah. um, a pet peeve I have myself uh, is also sometimes getting lost in my camera and making sure that I got every angle of everything that I'm trying to shoot when that makes me miss uh, the moment that I'm sharing with the person I'm traveling with. Right. Right. Sometimes right. like being there with a friend or a loved one, I think being lost in your camera kind of takes away from that experience. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a pet peeve I have myself that I think about later on sometimes. So uh, that's yeah. what, what about you? <laughs> oh my God, pet peeves while traveling. I mean, uh, I think like I learned this from India, to be honest with you, where like India is such a, a grand place to capture. Um, sometimes like even while being on the plane, I have this excitement in my head that like, okay, I'm going to go to India and I'm going to capture India and like, that's it. <laughs> like it's, I'm going to come back with the most epic shots. And How many times just, did you say Steve McCurry went there? I, uh, 60 and times, I know, I know. And, and Mr. McCurry, you're a great inspiration. Um, you know, but, um, I, I'm, I'm always so excited. And then when I get there and it's like, sometimes like that excitement level isn't achieved because... I try to capture everything all at once and not being able to enjoy the moment again. And sometimes with that, you miss the moment. And I think we're harsh on ourselves, right? Like you're yeah. saying, like you're, you're, if you don't get the shot, there's no reason to beat yourself up. No, it, not at all. You know, yeah. at least you got to enjoy that. Come moment. back with an epic story, you know, exactly. and that's it. I think I have more epic stories from India with uh, having tea with strangers than coming back with, <laughs> you know, epic pictures. But um, uh, before we get into the gear, you just mentioned something about uh, how how you share pictures with your friends, and and you know you're not maybe so active on social media and stuff like that nowadays. And I think I'm kind of also trying to get away from that because it's mm -hmm. just come such a. I don't feel like I want to display, you know, uh, work on social media sometimes, and uh, you know anything like that. But um, how do you share your work? What are some of the ways that? I mean, more more often than not, I'm the way I look at it is like I think my photos look better blown up as a print or on a bigger screen than they do on a little iPhone or okay. an Android, right? That's so, fair, that's fair. Uh, so recently I've been trying to uh, get better with printing my work and actually commissioning that because cool. I'd love to see my, my prints in people's homes and Absolutely. offices on the walls. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I think that's how I like to share my work. Or if I'm sitting with someone and this is something that the, having the new iPad or having any iPad really has done is it gives you a much bigger screen and a really beautiful screen to show your photos to someone with. Mm -hmm. um, and with the new updated Lightroom app where you can actually bring your photos in quite easily, <laughs> easily it's yeah. made that workflow a lot easier. So right, right. as I travel, I can take photos and then from there I can share them. I can actually email them to someone or show them to the person that's sitting next to me on the plane. Like, this right. is what I'm editing. Yeah, some of the best conversations I've ever had was just with the, the dude sitting beside me watching me edit some of my pictures yeah. on 
uh, you know, on, a, on an airplane or a train or something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be active on social media now uh, as well and trying to post a lot more and share a lot more. But I do feel um, that your pictures come to life when you print them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we're talking about screens and all that great stuff. But when you when you print a picture, it's the paper, man, that feel, the feel of the paper that brings it to life. You touch the textures, you can almost feel yep. Um, sometimes, like depending on the, the on the print and how big it is, or even the environment, it feels like you're there. Mm -hmm. It feels like you're there, and and that makes more for an epic story sometimes, and just a better overall experience. Yeah, um, it's nice when someone comes over and they see a print that you've you framed in your house, and they're like, oh wow, like that's amazing. Where did you get that? Who's the photographer? It, it makes a world of a difference, it's, right? It's awesome. And, uh, yeah, and that, that that brings us down to like that's that's part of your gear, right? Like having a printer is gear. It's having these wonderful yeah. cameras is all gear. <laughs> yeah, sending uh, it to a lab, you know, who has the proper the proper gear to get these things done. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, I'm sure a lot of you guys have been waiting for this part of the the show as well. Let's talk about gear, what we travel with, how we pack it, what we bring with us, what we don't bring with us, and all that wonderful stuff. So tell me about your main camera. What are you shooting with? Um, so this is everything. Uh, my main camera, my baby, is a Leica M10. Uh, it's, for those that don't know, um, Leica is a rangefinder system, which is a bit different than what you normally shoot with, with, uh, with mirrorless cameras or DSLRs. I don't actually see uh, through the lens, I see my entire view all the time and then it helps me frame different things as they're maybe coming into view or moving out of view mm -hmm. or moving mm -hmm. out of frame rather um, what I love about this camera in the system it's fully manual so it naturally slows me down mm -hmm. and it's very I want to say unassuming and unobtrusive so if I'm up close and personal and taking photo of somebody or of any scene um, no one's really intimidated by this, and uh, I'm very lucky to, you know, own one of these and shoot with it. Um, and the photos, they, I mean, it's yeah. not really the the camera, but they do yeah. have a certain look to them. Um, the lens that I usually have on the camera is a 35 mil, which is a perfect standard lens for really anything you anything, want to do, like yeah. landscape, Absolutely. street photography, architecture, portraits. It works really well. Right. Um, I also have a 21 millimeter Zeiss lens that mm -hmm. I use and mm -hmm. also another like a 90 millimeter lens, which is great for, again, I think all three of my lenses work well for street photography, landscapes, really whatever you want to do with them. Um, also, recently I've picked up a Voigtlander Bessa. Uh, this is the R2A, mm -hmm. which is my film body, which... Um, actually works with all my current lenses that I use for my Leica system so it doesn't I don't have to you know buy a whole nother set of lenses this also has aperture priority mode so if I don't want to go full manual it does right. uh, you know take yeah. care of a little bit of stuff for me yeah and it's just nice to start shooting film again I, I mm -hmm. learned to shoot film in high school shot yeah. it as a kid and it just helps you slow down and really enjoy the moment and yeah. make each one of those frames count Absolutely. Um, Beside that, I've recently picked up the Osmo Pocket. I know you have one here as well. Mm -hmm. um, I love this thing. The size of it is fantastic. And I have this rigged up with my iPhone and this uh, Manfrotto uh, Pixie Stand, which is great for, you know, walking around, uh, for vlogging or making hyperlapses. I think it's a fantastic system. It collapses into nothing. Yeah. And it works really well um, just by itself or with the iPhone. Absolutely. Beyond yeah. that, you know, notebook, pen, SD cards, um, some microfiber cloths, and my iPad. That is what I travel with. Um, on a, When I'm walking around a city, this is what goes with me because it just, I try to keep my kit as light as possible. I still have mm -hmm. all my options. 
and I go get and enjoy the moment. Absolutely. What yeah. do you travel with? I see you have uh, <laughs> a bunch of other like different gear than me. Yeah. Talk to, talk no, to me about honestly, this. man. I mean, I I change uh, I change my <laughs> photography gear faster than I change my shoes. Sometimes, to be honest with you, I. I went from Canon to Nikon to Fuji to Sony to Olympus to Panasonic and I've like everything else in between as well, and and why not right like I mean think yeah, of try think of a camera like a car or like you know whatever like you don't drive one car your entire life and uh, I don't think I wanted to learn one system uh, you know that being said I often find myself coming back to um, a Fuji system uh, I personally shoot on the XT3 when I travel with this um, and it's usually paired with a, a, a 16 to 35 equivalent lens. Um, I absolutely love this. For those of you guys who know Fuji, their their color system is just oh, absolutely. About it every time yeah, I absolutely love the color system on the Fuji camera. I just can't seem to get away with it, or um, you know, away from it. But um, I also have a 50 millimeter lens as well, which it's is uh, the standard, 50 f2. Yeah. Great street well, photography travel lens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love this thing. This is arguably one of the most sharpest lenses ever made. Um, it's lightweight. It's weather sealed. I can go anywhere I want with mm -hmm. this. Um, moving forward, I have the 85 1.2. Um, this is going to be my portrait lens. Uh, sometimes, you know, I want to take pictures of locals and, and strangers and whatnot and get involved in some sort of a conversation where I'm taking pictures of them. And that's usually the lens that I want to put on, you know, when I'm doing some portrait work. Um, like yourself, I used to actually shoot with the, uh, the Pixie there, but I, I switched it over to uh, this guy here. Uh, I found the legs on Amazon. I really like how much weight this thing can hold on to it. Um, and then just a Manfrotto ball head on top of that. That gives me a little bit more versatility with some uh, some of the shots that I compose. Um, like yourself as well with the film cameras. This is actually a film camera that you gifted me. Um, it's the Practica? Practica, yeah. That is great. And so this has always been in my bag. I never really leave the house without this thing. Um, I only shoot black and white film. I really uh, haven't dabbled with color film yet. I use some color film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I want to try that out. But I'm a big black and white guy. So... Um, I absolutely love uh, just shooting with this, and like you said, it slows us down and really, yeah, it's, it's, you know, helps uh, you compose a shot. And you only have 24, 36 shots, and 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 being able to slow down, I think, like how I mentioned before, where I don't get to enjoy a moment sometimes, this definitely helps me with that. Exactly. Uh, where I, I slow down, I enjoy the moment, and I can sip on my coffee and and see what the local pastry guy is up to and whatnot. Um, Memory cards, this is a redundancy, yeah. guys. <laughs> this is a redundancy. Uh, they're so cheap at this point that it doesn't make any sense for you not to have this in your bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. 30, 40 bucks gets you 64 gigs. Stack them up. Uh, and then just some common things, uh, some wipes for the lenses, uh, blowers, lens pens, things like that to clean the actual system. And then, of course, we both travel with iPads as well now. Quickly, what's your what's your go-to like in your in the city? What's your go-to bag like your your walk-around bag? What do you yeah, use? absolutely. So I mean, my go-to right now is the Peak Design Everyday Sling. Okay. Um, nice. I have the five liter. I have the ten liter as well, and uh, the ten liter carries all of this. What you see here, I strap it over. I'm ready to go. It doesn't look like I'm carrying camera gear at all, mm -hmm. and it's just very you know just close to me. It's very protective. I just absolutely love it. Nice. What about you? Um, I go between the, I have two Billigan bags, uh, the uh, Hadley Small and the Hadley Pro. Nice, uh, If nice. I want to carry my iPad, I go with the Pro. If I want just a very small cool. compact thing, yeah. um, I go with that. And, and like you said, it doesn't look like a camera bag. It just looks like a shoulder bag. Yeah. It looks classic. works with the camera. works with the look I've got going here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I just generally like the look of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, that's, I, I think for... You and I have a very similar sense in how we try to try to keep our kit as lean as possible. Not, I mean, sometimes yeah. we talk about you know not carrying too much gear or wanting to carry more, but 
I mean, we, I mean, between you and I, we've had some amazing pictures traveling just with our iPhones yeah. or, you know, just our, our Pixel cameras or whatever. And um, I think as as great as all this gear it is, really, matter. it really doesn't matter. And that's something that I really mm -hmm. want to try to emphasize on the Midnight Show with, uh, with everything that we talk about is that sometimes, guys, gear doesn't matter. It's really about composition and lighting and where you stand and, and how you experience that moment. Sometimes having stuff like this might actually add a lot more stress like you might not know you might not know how to use it or, exactly. or you know things might go wrong and having a phone in your pocket or just what takes, was that quote just, the best camera is the one that you have with exactly. you exactly and sometimes like it just takes away from the moment right you don't want to have to fiddle with it. it's just absolutely be in the moment yeah man um, that definitely um that's happened a few times before and you know that's again what we're talking about not being able to enjoy the moment exactly. and you know all that great stuff but with all this stuff being said i think we definitely need to plan a trip together it's something we that we've talked about quite a few times and we've talked about even more so this year so i think it I is going to happen it's, it's happening this yeah, year we're, we're going um, somewhere you know there's talks about japan there's talks about india uh somewhere in, in europe we'll I create mean, some moments well we'll definitely gonna <laughs> do something this year i think for sure yeah, but uh that being said jess thanks so much for no. being on the show thanks man. for having me absolutely um, man i'm glad it. you're here and uh i look forward to being back and you know diving deeper into um actual gear or like how we edit i, yeah. I like we have tons to talk about we usually have uh, long yeah, conversations. Long so conversations. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad we're doing this now. Absolutely. We'll uh, we'll link all of our comments and descriptions and all that great stuff somewhere here. However, this system cool. works. This is completely <laughs> brand new to us as well. So we'll leave all the contact details, the websites, and how you can get in touch with us as well. But give us some feedback if you guys liked what you mm -hmm. saw. If you didn't like anything that you saw, if you want us to cover something on the show as well, let us know. We'll figure that out as well. But in the meantime, www.themidnightmedia.com. My name is Vinay. This is my good friend, Jazz. And this is The Midnight Show, episode one. Thanks, everyone. Peace. Take care.